to be the worst gambler on earth? We are about to find out on the next episode of Betting the Diagonal in 3, 2, 1. Welcome back, you degenerates, to the number one gambling podcast in the world. I'm Billy, and I'm here with my buddy Greg and my loser friend Morgan, who, oh boy, how the tables have turned. Oh boy. That slime is just, you know, the book, just just getting after you. How do you feeling? How are you feeling tonight, Morgan? I'm feeling great, Bill. You know, it's been a great week. We're doing... <laughs> We're doing great after a hot early start in the NHL. NBA, we continue to kill it. And that's about all I've got. Uh, yeah, let's just ignore the back-to-back one in five days in college basketball after <laughs> oh, self-proclaiming. Forget about it. Forget about it. We've gone a little cold in college basketball. We've gone a little cold. It happens. You know, you're going to win some. You're going to lose some. What, what does Greg always say? What does my man Greg always say? It's just money, baby. That's I agree right. with that. But I will not allow myself to get slandered on my own show for 45 I'm minutes. I'm myself. For 45 minutes, it was, you don't get to speak. You don't get to speak. And here we are. That's called karma, my friend. I just wanted to say that. Shout out to both of our home team hockey, Islanders, with a big rivalry win. Easy money. Shout out Easy. to Greg for calling that one out. I refuse to bet on my team. That's what we call reverse juju. If you listen to Tuesday's episode, I told everybody to take the uh, to take the uh, the Rangers because I knew the Islanders were going to win. I need that reverse juju. Mm-hmm. And Morgan, big win against against Pittsburgh the other day with with your Flyers. You know, not as convincing of a win as the Islanders had, but it's all right, we win. sent them. That's all right. We sent them Yinzers back to where they belong. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was a good win. It was a good win. It was a good um, win. It was a great win. It showed the depth that my team has, that we can score goals. Loved it. Nolan Patrick coming back. Hasn't played since August of or April of 2019. Great to have him back out there. Oscar Lindblom, great to have him back there after battling back from sarcoma cancer. Uh, it was awesome to have him back. He scored a goal. He took a puck off the head and got a goal. That's what yeah. this team does. We're fucking grinders. Yeah, he took a puck off the head because you, they don't even know where they are. That's what, that's what happened. <laughs> All Islanders play possibly the best power play game they've ever played tonight. Best I've seen in years. Yep, it was Clicking wonderful. from the get-go. Clicking from the get-go. You know, Greg, you can speak about it more. I was at work for half the game, so do you have any takeaways? Yeah, yeah I mean, honestly, it was, it was a beautiful game that they played. Um, you know, Rangers just, they weren't up for the kill that the Islanders brought them. You know, we scored one real quick on the power play. Should have had a second power play right away. Anders Lee got a high stick to the mouth. You know, he's right down the middle of his face. He's bleeding. They don't call it. He comes right back down the ice, puts one in the back of the net. Karma's a bitch. Referee looks at him like, dude, my bad. Should have called it. We got the goal anyway. You know, but the power play worked really well tonight. I believe we scored twice on the power play. Um, we scored a fifth goal that was called back. But what are you going to do? Four nothing looks pretty good in game one. I'll tell you that much. Absolutely, absolutely. I I want to. I don't think that the Rangers' young guys were ready for the rivalry. The Islanders came out hot as can be, like mm-hmm. in in the fashion that you should 
for this rivalry, and I don't think the kids were ready for it. You know, Varley was on his playoff momentum from last year. Complete shutout. Couldn't do a damn thing. Oh, come on with your tongue out, Morgan. He he he, he tended the, the goal better than anybody in the league today. I do I have it. a question about that game today just because I didn't see it. This is a question I guess more for Greg. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily about the Islanders, but how did uh, Mr. Number One overall, Alexei Lafanier, look? Was he noticeable at all? Did he look anything? Lafanier, you know, he only had, I believe, I, I didn't hear his name very often. Uh, he had one shot on net. He was a minus one for the game. And um, he took a penalty also, which led to a goal. So ultimately, not the best game. And uh, welcome to the NFL, Shesterkin. NHL, you mean? NHL, what is that? NFL, Ooh. welcome to the NHL. We have a new quarterback for the Jets, Igor Shesterkin. Igor Shesterkin. <laughs> uh, I, I had a feeling that he would have the jitters. I don't know. Like, there was a lot of talk for him to win uh, the Calder. And I was like, I don't know. A goalie winning it. He will be the starter. And listen, yeah, he got lit up tonight. The kid is mm-hmm. a stud. He's a stud. He I'm sure is. he is. I'm sure he will be for sure. But, you know, the Islanders came out hot and, you know, put two goals back within, I believe it was the first six minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I guess that wore the jitters off a little bit because he only let up, he let up two for the rest of the game, made 29 saves. So ultimately he did look good with the aggressiveness that the Islanders came out with for 60 minutes. Like they mm-hmm. played a complete game. They were really, uh, they were really putting it on him. And, uh, That's what we like to see. yeah, you know, they just, they slid it by him a couple times in the beginning, and the Rangers just weren't able to answer back at all. Yeah. So we were going to go into the NFL first, but we might as well just go into the NHL since we're already here. A uh, quick recap. Okay. We've killed it so far yeah, in everyone. the NHL. Everyone yeah, so far. I hit the, the Lightning and Lightning one and a half in the Caps parlay. Privately, not on, not on Twitter, I hit another two parlays that involved both those teams in the third and, and the Canes. Um... But I, I love hockey. I kind of know a lot. Of, I watch a lot of it. So, like, it's, it's easy. It's easy to pick a winner because you're not, you're not relying on a team to win by 12. You know, it, mm-hmm. I, I love betting on hockey. I love it. Yeah, as do I. And the momentum swings are, you know, like no other. Mm-hmm. You could be down by two goals and you could have a lead within five minutes. Yep. You know, it just it swings in that Swings in different favors so quickly. That was like the game last night. What, what game that I, I sent in the group chat last night? I think it was the Toronto game. Mm-hmm. I think it was oh, a tie yeah. game. Yeah. And like, instead like, of like saying like, on this right now. Yeah, I was like, should I get in on this? I wound up pushing. It was a minus one, but it was a plus 600. So I was like, hey, who knows? There's, I think six minutes left. I was like, who's got momentum? I want to know who has momentum. That's what I said. And Morgan's like, oh, Toronto's got momentum. By far, they wind up winning by one. I was kind of hoping for that, that empty netter. The worst thing you're going to do on a live bet, you're just going to push it and you just get your money back. So mm-hmm. I was happy. Everybody was happy. It would have yeah, sucked push, if Morgan would have lied to me. <laughs> see, I mean, see, we had this conversation before. You guys told me a push is a loss. Push is a win. So then why am, we, why am I not adding my wins? My push I'm, my I'm, wins? I'm not talking about in that sense. I'm talking about yeah. in the sense that I'm not gaining <laughs> or losing anything. Yeah, I, no harm, no fuss. I know what you mean. Uh, for me, a push is just a wash for me. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's floating away. No harm, no foul. I do hate when that happens, and you know, 
it's a, uh, a very emotional back and forth game and you think you have it, then you don't, then you don't think you have it anymore, and then you think you have it again, and then, you know, the heart-wrenching feeling that a push can give you, it's very bittersweet. Yeah, it's brutal. It's yeah. brutal. I've had eight of them on Twitter for college basketball to start the year. Morgan's got four. None in the NBA. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't, I'm not a big NBA better. Mm-hmm. More than trying to force me into it, and I still hate the NBA. It still stinks. Still trash, trash uh, product. But um, I don't. I don't see too many pushes in the NBA at all. Yeah. I hate. But, I hate pushing. It's to me. It's just as bad as a loss because yeah. I should have won that game. Is what it tells me. Mm-hmm. Boys, uh, overview. I know I went three and one today. Well, how did you guys do? I went one and one, and my parlay cashed. Okay, and Morgan, am, you went three zero. I'm currently three and zero with a fourth pending right now with the Vegas Golden Knights now up four to two in hey, uh, late the third. So we're looking go, at a four zero day possibly. Yes, awesome! Sir. So that's a current seven and two for the day with a possible eight for two, mm-hmm. eight and two. Excuse me. With the parlay, with the parlay, we're winner. not betting the diagonal. We're betting the puck now. But in yeah. the puck? Um, I'm in the puck stuff. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm talking about that, that parlay, I'm going to run that parlay back tomorrow. I don't know about you guys, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's fair. Last time I checked, the Lightning are still a lot better than Chicago. Mm-hmm. And last time I checked, the Capitals are still a lot better than Buffalo. So... I don't see any reason why I shouldn't bet the game again. It was just those two teams? Uh, the one that I, I put on Twitter, yes. I also had a parlay with uh, the Canes. Mm-hmm. And then the Canes and um, huh. and the Lightning as well. But cool. those didn't pay out as well. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. I would definitely run that back. Yeah, I'm going to run it back. Until it don't work. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. The only one that I would throw a little hesitation towards is maybe the Sabres uh, capital game. But, I mean, I, I, said, I said the other night, hammer the lightning. I'm going to say hammer the lightning forever. It's just mm-hmm. the lightning are head and, head and shoulders better than the Blackhawks are. Like, that division is a fucking joke. Like, how this alignment worked out. Our division, the East, is ridiculously stacked. Mm-hmm. And... That central division is just a complete mockery of mm-hmm. our division. Like, think about all the teams in our division are all legitimate playoff contenders, and only four of them are going to make it. Like, that is just unbelievable. Um, yeah. But I, I just don't. Capitals. Uh, I don't know. I just as a, I'm older team, so I don't. I, mean, I still like them. I'd still lean their money line for the Capitals for sure, but. I wouldn't be as confident, I think, in them as I was the other night. And then, again, as in Tampa Bay going into this one. Bay's just younger. They're faster. Speed kills yeah. in today's NHL. Tampa's a lock. It, uh, it's, yeah, like, it's, uh, you know I don't like that word, but Chicago yeah. stinks. That game should have been 7 nothing. I watched most of that game. Chicago, they, were, they took we it easy on towards the end of the game. 
Mm-hmm. They, they, they are a far cry from the days of the Chicago Blackhawk dynasty. Mm-hmm. And I missed that team. I missed that, that team. A hell of a team. Those were yeah. fun teams. I mean, they beat fun. me in the cup, which really sucked. But you mm-hmm. know, they were fun teams to watch. Listen, Chelsea Dagger every time they scored. You know, mm-hmm. that was a good time. Absolutely. And I know Morgan is also on this, and I might add this to the parlay or change it up. I haven't decided yet. There's no official Twitter pick yet, but it will be um, the Leafs as well. Leafs money line, I like that too. And Morgan kind of talked me into it a little bit. So, Morgan, why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, talk about that game? Yeah, I like the Leafs. Um, who we got? Canadians with them again tomorrow? Um, yeah, every game's going to be back-to-back, I think. Yeah, like it's the Leafs are... I, I, I'm I sorry, it's Ottawa tomorrow, actually, with oh, it the is? Leafs. Um, that, to me, honestly, is even more hammer the Leafs' maple, uh, money line. Ottawa is arguably right down there with Chicago and Detroit as the worst teams in the league. And it was hysterical because Ottawa didn't have their first-round pick this last year. It got sent to Colorado, who is one of the very best teams in the league. So Ottawa is, uh, is, <laughs> is going to stink for a while. Um, so they brought in, uh, Matt Murray as their new goalie this year. Matt Murray fell out of favor very fast in Pittsburgh, uh, really started getting rattled. The flyers are really getting in his head. His little buddies up those yinzers up there were booing him quite a bit, throwing terrible towels at him and he was slipping all over the ice and everything. Um, so I don't think they're going to be very good. They, they're just, the Ottawa stinks. They're not a good team. They're a young team. They're in full fledged rebuild mode with Tim Stoltz and all their other young guys. So I, I definitely would love the Maple Leafs in that game. Yep. Would you take the one and a half or are you just going to go straight the money line? Honestly, I'd probably take both. Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at the difference for the, cause like I explained it last on Tuesday. I'm a, like usually I like to bet two game parlays for the NHL. I just find betting the money line just in general, like, Right now, Tampa Bay is minus two eighty. There's no, there's no value in that to me. So I, yeah, I feel very good taking the plus one sixteen, laying one and a half for the Leafs. I yeah. feel very mm-hmm. confident. I have, I have plus one twenty five. Okay, so the Lightning minus one and a half and the Leafs one and a half pays out three fifty plus three fifteen. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Yeah, not in the slightest because I mean, like I said, the, the Lightning are just an offensive juggernaut. You know, they, they, they bring, they wave Tyler Johnson in the off season just to bring him right back. He's going to be great for them as a second line, third line center. Braden point is one of the most underrated players in the league. You arguably make a, make a case he's a top 10 player in the league. Stamkos mm-hmm. isn't the Stamkos of old. He's beaten up. He's got a lot of injuries, but he's still a sniper and he's still very fast. You know, Victor Hedman's the best defenseman in the league. We went over Vasilevsky the other night. Arguably the best goalie in the league. You know they're not gonna. They got a great defense, great offense. They're they're gonna win most nights. I think they're gonna win handily most nights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree, uh, Greg. Besides those three games, do you have anything else on uh, um, on the NHL, or you want to give your take on or opinion on either one of those any of those games we just went? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm gonna go Lightning one and a half again against the Blackhawks. If it's broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. So. That's uh, that's my number one play of the night. Uh, I'm gonna back the Capitals again. Uh, it, it a man, got a, a little, man towards my heart. Yeah, it got a little frisky, you know, towards the end. But um, I don't see it going the same way tomorrow. I think they'll handle Buffalo pretty handily. And um, 
Yeah, and everybody got into the action in that game, which I love to see, which makes me feel even more comfortable. You know, Oshie had three points. Uh, what is it? Backstrom had points. Ovechkin had two assists. You know, so the fluidity of that offense looked very good, and uh, I feel comfortable taking them again at a minus 135 money line against a team they just beat and scored six goals against. Um, last one I have here, and... Billy, I know this hurts. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to go with Blues Avs over six. I, I only say this because, you know, for people that listened previously, I had called uh, Blues Avs over five and a half in their opening game, which Billy did not have on his card until I explained why he should yeah. have it on his card. With that being said, you know, they the only reason, goals. sorry to cut you off, but it's the only reason why I currently have a losing overall record. I, I completely understand that. Um, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> in that game, they scored three goals in the first period. Me, Billy, Morgan, we're all in this group chat texting back and forth. I'm saying this looks like gold. This is great. They go with a scoreless second period. We're like, yikes, this ain't looking good. And then by the halfway he's got through the all third, these words messed up. I'm gonna. You can keep talking. I'm pulling this exact quote up. <laughs> I'm messing the words up. Yeah, you're. You know, you're. You're beating around the bush a little bit. Well, you you're know, beating I, around I the said, bush. I said it looked great. You know, it was looking good. He said. Um, but either way, was over I mushed it. Either way, from what I said, I mushed it. And they went scoreless until late in the third, I believe, where they put one more back. It was a 4-1 to final, and I don't see it happening again. I am going to take the over six, even though it's up a half goal. I'm taking over six. So, just to clarify in the exact words Greg said, mm -hmm. adds blues over is gold. I, didn't, I said down boy. Then I started to make fun of Morgan because we were in a real sweat fest over Texas, Texas Tech. So we were kind of ignoring Greg at that point while he's watching hockey. <laughs> and then he comes back and tries to reply, Blues abs over with a fire emoji. And then he said, I'll, t then he said, I'll take a, a six in one day. I promise the people I do better and look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Right? And Yikes. then... What did he say? Um, there's one more. There's one more. Oh, yeah. Greg, you jujued the shit out of this bet. Yeah. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Probably. Your fault, scumbag. I hate you. <laughs> so I just wanted to clarify. That's all. It, that is how it went. It's all coming back to me now. You know, it's only money. <laughs> That's all it is. But I'm backing it again. I'm doubling down. Okay, you do that. I'm staying it. far away I from that. I respect it. Uh, this I, is like I in a, it too. This is like an eleven versus five. I'm doubling down. Yep, you got to do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's get into some NFL. It's division weekend. Not too many games. There's some good games. These are all going to be good games, I think. Except yeah, I agree. Maybe exceptional one. But I think these are all going to be close games. And the line kind of, all the lines kind of say so. So let's start off with the first game of the weekend. 
what was that thing, 315 kickoff, mm-hmm. Rams versus Packers, Packers six and a half favorites. The over-under is 45 and a half. Let's kick it to Morgan, see what he likes, see what he doesn't like. This way we can fade him at all costs because he doesn't know a damn thing about the NFL. All right, let's all hop on my plane. We're going to fly out to Lambeau. It's going to be 33 degrees in Lambeau. It's going to be cold. This is in Southern California out in L.A. All right, it's going to be cold. Rams, who the hell knows who's going to be playing quarterback? Is it going to be Goff with Goff. a busted thing? Is it going to be Goff? Goff. It's Goff. 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 Yeah, busted Wofford, Wofford is now inactive. He's, shot. Uh, his, his, he's done. Packers this year. I'm on the Packers minus six and a half. couple of fun, fun stats. Packers are seven and one against the spread this year at home. Love it already right there. So far against teams with winning records this season, they're 10 and four against the spread. Uh, as a home favorite uh, against the spread, they're five and three with an average margin of victory of 12.1 points. Love that. Mm-hmm. And in their past, since 2015 in the playoffs, they are five and two against the spread at home. So all of those numbers right there point to me that this is going to be a nice win for the Packers. You have a team traveling from the West Coast to Green Bay. Defense, yes. Defense typically will travel. Obviously, the offense will not. So I don't think it's going to be a super high-scoring game by any means because that Ram defense is pretty decent. Um, however, the Packers also have a very good, even without David Bakhtiari, a very good offensive line who has only given up pressure on 20% of snaps this season against Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was only sacked 20 times the entire season, one of the lowest numbers in the entire league. Uh, so I do not expect... Much to come from the Rams. They're going to have to lean heavily, I believe, on Cam Akers. I do not believe that Cam Akers will be able to replicate the success that he had last week against the uh, Seahawks, which is not quite the same caliber defense, in my opinion, as the Packers is. Packers defense is built for this time of year. The Packers team is built for this time of year with Devontae Adams out there, Robert Tanyan. This is a great time to get him more involved. Uh, two-headed monster that's going to be three-headed monster is going to become Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones, and A.J. Dillon. This is the great time of year to have that power back in A.J. Dillon. We saw a couple weeks ago what he did with extended carries. He ended up ended the game with over 80 yards rushing. Uh, I think you're going to see a little bit more of him at this time because he can just plow through that line. Thoughts? You're yeah, wrong. No, I, this I guy, think you're here wrong he goes every, again. Here he goes again. I love No, let me explain this to you. Let me, let me break this down. First, the rushing stat about Green Bay being a good defensive rushing team, they're actually worse. Per, per attempt, per pass attempt, my opinion, I think worse, than, worse than, than what? Seahawks, what he said. Okay. So, in theory, what he said was Cam Akers won't repeat his performance. I think he does a little bit less, but it'll be enough to get the job done. I'm on the line. Actually, I just got a seven on my online book, so I'm taking the seven without a doubt. Give me the give me the touchdown. The Rams are going to be healthy. There's all these questions last week. This and that. Donald will be good to go. The best player in football, hands down, against a banged up offensive <clears throat> line. I love that. I'll take the seven and give me the first half under twenty four. Because I don't want to take the full game under because in typical Aaron Rodgers fashion, we could see a last-second Hail Mary because this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a close game. And the, the Rams are firing all cylinders on defense. 
So if it comes down to a Hail Mary, just like we saw last week where they don't kick the extra point, it's a six, I'll gladly take the seven. Okay. you agree or you disagree there, Greggy? I disagree. I find that to be bold, all of those takes. Mm-hmm. I find them That's to be my pretty, boy. pretty, pretty that bold. That is my boy. Yeah, I you knew know, I would count on him. Yes, sir. I mean, even with Bakhtiari out, they have, you know, a top, top tier offensive line. Yeah. Lindsley, he's one of the best out there. You know, they, their whole offensive line is graded in the top 20 at their position, with a few of them being in the top five. Um, with that being said, you know, I think they open up holes, even against, you know, the Rams defense, who is, you know, arguably one of the better in the league. Um, I think Cam Akers does not repeat what he did last week against Seattle. And I think game script is going to have a lot to do with that. I think uh, Packers are going to get ahead early. And, you know, Jalen Ramsey, he's going to be shadowing Devontae Adams, which could mean, you know, one of two things. He shuts him down and Scantling and um, St. Brown and Lazard and Tanyan, they all find their way across the field. Rodgers finds open receivers. He threads the needle wherever there is an open space. The running attack, it'll be there. And I just, I think the Packers, well, the other way it could go is Adams Cooks, you know, as he always does. Um, but I just, I see the Packers taking this game pretty handily. I'm going to take the six and a half. I actually, if you guys remember, I sent a picture in the group. I have a six team teaser that is a Packers plus one away from winning 450. Bold. I like bold. that. I, don't, I, I never I, said, I, first off, I'd like to clarify that. I never said I think the Rams can win this game. I, right. Yeah, I, I'm not I saying the Rams are going to win this game. So like, I'm rooting for bold because, one. Thank you. Uh, because I, I mean, I think the Packers can win this game by two touchdowns. I don't, I don't see them winning by two touchdowns. I mean, the Rams have what? their best rush defense in the league. The best pass defense by 25 yards per game. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. With Ramsey out three games this year. With, mm-hmm. with their linebackers being banged up all year. And back to Morgan's quick rushing stat that's absolutely asinine and just flat out wrong. Um, Green Bay allows 4.7 yards per, per carry. Seattle averages 3.8, so almost a full yard See, per this, carry. This was not a stat. This, is an, this was an opinion. This was my opinion, was mm-hmm. I believe that Green Bay's rush defense, it's not based off a stat. Oh. I just think that their rush defense is better than Seattle's is. That's not a stat it, behind that one. You know what? That is, like just, this, that is my opinion. I believe they are a game. better defense. This doesn't really correlate to this game. I'm going to say it anyway. It makes sense why you went 1-12 one in, one in, in fantasy football with your <laughs> opinion base. You know what I mean? Like, yikes. Yikes, I'm yikes. just saying. So, um, do you guys like over under, or you're not touching it? I'm not touching it. I, I'm not touching. I like. I'm not touching, but I like the under. I, li- I like the first half under 24 because I don't uh, I want some shenanigans the, to happen with Aaron Rodgers. I think the conditions are going to play a factor just because of how cold it is. The team coming from LA playing that Goff mm-hmm. is not at a hundred percent. You know, I, I think it's just got a lot of beat up at this point in time of the year. Um, I definitely lean the under in this game for sure. But I, I, as of right now, I'm not touching it. Exactly. I mean, Goff's, Goff's, his thumb is the injury, right? 
Yes. His thumb is falling off. Yeah, I mean, 33 degree off, weather. It's, surgery. it's all good to go. It's, it's one hit away go. from being ripped off. Well, then he'll exactly. just go lefty. Yeah, you're bringing he Johnny Hecker as your emergency quarterback. Have you seen that man kick a ball? Come on, Johnny you know we can throw it at least 20 yards. They don't throw oh. the ball downfield anyway. Exactly, but I mean, in 33 degree weather, it's not going to take... It's not going to take much for him to re-injure that thumb. And, I, I mean, it could definitely get stiff out there. You know, if you're going to lean on Cam Akers, game script is going to make it so you are not going to lean on him for very long. That's fair. That's fair. So I, I was just looking at, like, the prop builder. They have over under 74.5 Cam Akers, over under 11 for Malcolm Brown. How do you feel about the Malcolm Brown over under 11? Or are you just not? Yeah, not. Because I know you're a big I, DFS guy. I'm, I'm, I have sorry, a lot I'm of looking anger right. in my I, I have a lot of anger in my heart towards Malcolm Brown That's because I, I spent a lot of money in Fantasy League on him on a waiver pickup after week one this year to make him my lead back, and he did nothing pretty much the rest of the season. My I had no running backs. We've been over this. I don't didn't draft running backs this year. Didn't work. Bad strategy. I went 1-12. Was not a good year. Um, so I have a lot of animosity towards him. I don't think I'm, I'd take the under. Honestly, I don't think he's getting over that number. Yeah, I'd, I'd look at his receiving over his yeah, rushing I, I totals. Um, the, the last one that I, I probably will wind up playing, It's the value isn't great, but it seems like free money to me, is over 6.5 catches for Devontae Adams, minus 140. I feel like it's free. Yeah, and I agree. I agree with that 100. percent Yep. Let's move on. Let's move on to another cold, possibly snow. Now not looking like snow. Ravens going into Buffalo. Nobody circles the wagon like Buffalo. Two and a half point favorites, or two if you're lucky. I only see two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, over under is 49 and a half, which is down from 50 and a half. Uh, Let's start with Greg. Greg, what do you like? Uh, I am a big fan of Bills minus two and a half. Um, I just think the uh, you know the writing's on the wall. Lamar Jackson is not a clutch quarterback. I mean, he's going to do it with his legs, but I think the Bills' offense has too much talent to keep up with with the Ravens' offensive prowess. I mean, all it takes is a couple of drives for the Bills to bottle up that running game that the Ravens have, and you're already down by two, three scores. You know, and I, I just don't think the Ravens have the firepower in the passing game to catch up. And I mean, the Ravens have a solid defense, but, you know, Josh Allen has thrown on everybody this year. Stephon Diggs looks uncoverable. It, it doesn't matter who's on him. He finds Here's ways fun- to get open. Fun yeah, question ahead, for you. Sure. This isn't a Saturday. Fun question. Who do you think looks more uncoverable right now, Devontae Smith or Stephon Diggs? Uh, are we talking at the level that they play at? At the level they play. At the level they play. Uh, I'm just curious. I'm just, I'm just curious. There's no, I'm not saying the right or wrong answer. I'm just curious what your take would be because they both look very uncoverable to me. I they do, and my answer would be Diggs. Wow. Okay. I don't, honestly, I don't hate that. I I think I probably lean Diggs more. Also. Yeah, mm. and I only say that because of the 
the level that they play at and the competence of the players that they're playing against. You know, these are pro-level guys that Diggs is running circles around and finding openings and creases in week in, week out. Devontae mm-hmm. Smith is running routes against guys that are never going to sniff past the college level. Very true. But it, it, was, it was based on the level they play at. So it's that, not as that is true, but I mean, in I, the NFL and I, your top I agree NFL. with what Craig's saying. My, my thinking on it, though, is I shifted over just to the body types with Devontae being a much more slim-built receiver where he's a buck 75 soaking wet. He'd probably take, him, take pads, and he's probably like a buck 60. Um, I have a little bit even concerns as we get towards the draft season when we do a draft show and all. I do have some concerns with him moving into the NFL and how that's going to work out for him. But we'll, we'll save that for a later day. But I, I agree mm-hmm. with Greg on Diggs for sure. I just think he is built differently, which I think is better for his level of competition versus what the equivalent level of competition would be for Devontae. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I will say that Marlon Humphreys looks like shit, and I don't think he's going to be able to cover him. I will say that. I would be worried that, on, for my opinion, I, as I told you, I'm on the Bills bandwagon, been on the Bills bandwagon. If you know anything about me, I'm a Bills believer, Josh Allen believer. Mm-hmm. I will say that defense cannot stop anybody against the run. Everybody has run on them. Baltimore is averaging almost 200 yards per game on the ground. <laughs> I guess a team that's averaging 134 yards against. <laughs> God bless you. Bless look, you. Look at the slime. It's Thanks. everywhere. I <laughs> <laughs> wait. Love right, it. That's a good one. That was a good one. Um, in the last three games that Baltimore's played, they've averaged 296 yards on the ground. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's all you need. If they that can just run the ball every... Like, I'm not touching the spread. I don't think... I have my Bills future, and I think that's enough for me. I'll just be rooting for the Bills, but I'll be I'll be on the over. It's supposed to be cold. They said it's going to snow. Now it doesn't look like snow, but both these offenses can score, and both these defenses don't look very good. So give me the forty nine and a half. I'll, I'll take the over all day long. I like that. Yes, sir. Morgan, you have a pick yeah, on this. So- I do. I have two picks on this game. And everybody who's watching this and has listened to this and seen me knows I hate the Ravens. Absolutely hate them. They're frauds. I got blocked by a bunch of soft-ass Ravens fans on Twitter this weekend because I was going in about how their organization is trash, how they don't respect the game, and they're classless. So I am hammering the Bills minus two and a half. They're the better team by far. Josh Allen is the better quarterback. Uh, some fun stacks for our spread folk listening. Uh, Bills eight and one against the spread in their last nine games. They're on. They're on a fucking tear. They are a cash cow right now. As Billy likes to say, they are making that bread for us. Right, mm-hmm. they're bakers. Um, another thing that we saw Lamar talking about in his news comments earlier this week. As of right now, there's a 37 percent chance of snow in Buffalo for this game, and that percentage has been climbing steadily every single day. I like Buffalo's chances in the snow significantly more than I like Baltimore's chances. Speed doesn't kill in snow. What are you going to do when your quarterback can't throw the ball to save his goddamn life, but he can run it? You're shutting him down right there. Uh, as a home favorite, the Bills are 4-2 and two against the spread this year with an average margin of victory of 6.7 points as well. 
And they are my other play for this game is I'm taking the over 49 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Buffalo is four and one to the over this season, while uh, Baltimore is averaging 34.3 points per game over their last six games. So I love the over. Now I will say I will put an asterisk next to that right now. The weather is going to play a big factor in my decision if I'm going for the over or not. So I'll be keeping close eyes on that weather to see what happens. But this is my the game I am most intrigued by by this week. Just a because I I hate the Ravens more than anything. Uh, I do. I like the Bills a lot, and I just I cannot wait to watch the Ravens lose so I can just go off on these fraud Ravens soft ass fans. <laughs> I was I was gonna say that I was gonna be waiting for it, the total because it hasn't moved all week. It was at fifty, it, not, it went no. to fifty one, went back to forty nine. It's not like it, it's open to fifty and it flew up to fifty four like some of the other ones. Um, like I think you're safe around either the the or anywhere around the fifty mark. You'll get a good good sense of what it's gonna what's gonna happen on on Saturday. So just keep an eye out for the weather. That was a good. That was a good point you brought up because I, I was I was literally thinking it in my head. I was like, I should probably say, oh, let's just wait till the day of to find out what the weather's going to be like. And then there he goes, put a little asterisk next to it, you know, just like your championship. Wait, I'm the here king. He goes. You know, I am <laughs> uh, a little bit of that well, in there. Twitter polls do not lie. Twitter polls do not lie. Listen, the people know who the every now and then a king stumbles. Right, it happens every now and then. Those at the top have to come down a little bit. That's fine. No big deal. The people know who to come to. They know this is the guy right here. As I'm saying that, not that it's anything to do with college basketball, but ended up going 3-1 and one in NBA tonight, which now puts me to 62-35 and 35 on the year. Yep. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah, it's wonderful. After, after my 0-9 start. Yeah, no, you're killing it. I will say you are killing it. Um, next game on the board, Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Which should be a blowout, which I think is going to be a blowout. I don't know about you guys. Browns versus the Chiefs. Chiefs 10-point favorites. Over-under is 57. Yeah, the Browns were a good story last week as the underdog. Greg had him as a live dog saying they were going to win straight up on the money line. Great call by Greg. I would like to say that secondary of the Browns is absolute garbage. Everybody on that wide receiver core, tight ends... Their backups of backups of backups are can burn the Browns secondary. Therefore, I'm taking. I'm going to take the ten. I very rarely lay the ten on uh, in the NFL. I don't do the double digit thing. Here I am saying I'm going to take it. Give me the Chiefs minus ten, just because they're the better team. What do you guys got? Uh, I am going. To stick and ride with my Cleveland Browns. I'm not calling an upset. I'm not calling that whatsoever. But 10 points is a lot of points in the NFL. And I'm not going to take that for granted. You know, the, uh, the Browns, they've been playing well on offense. You know, they're, they're clicking. Baker's finding open receivers. The running game is working to a T. Sure, the defense is a gaping black hole. But I think that Baker can uh, make enough plays to cover a 10-point spread. It's just uh, I think it's going to come down to a battle of the turnovers. And uh, if he can keep those to a minimum, then the game will be a close one. 
Yeah. We'll see. Morgan, give us some stats. Let us know what you got. Chiefs. All right, first off, I'm on the Chiefs minus 10. Greg, you're drunk right now. Like, completely <laughs> hammered. Um, I think you've been sniffing some of the yeast or something that the bread maker over here has oh, been cooking with. Bacon bread, something's, baby. something's going on in there. Uh, Alabama. Chiefs, I have Chiefs. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a That's good fair. counterpoint That's right fair. there. All right, I'll give you that. Uh, I have Chiefs minus 10. A couple things that I'm looking at in this game. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire being out is going to push Kansas City to pass the ball significantly more. The Browns this season have given up just under 2,100 yards total through the air on the season, which is the fifth most in the league. You know two teams that that happens to be worse than? The Jets and the Jaguars. That number is worse than. Okay. They, Browns are also the fourth worst red zone touchdown percentage defense. They give up 72% touchdowns when you get into the red zone. Fourth worst in the league. They're going to just march down the field. And as an away team, Cleveland is 4-5 and five against the spread this season. So I don't think they have a good chance. Arrowhead, if I'm not mistaken, is allowing fans into their stadium and has consistently been rated at with uh, whatever first century field up there in Seattle as the loudest state. And not granted, obviously, significantly fewer people, but we cannot discount that home crowd factor that'll be there. Uh, so I am all aboard the Chiefs train, minus 10. There is no way. And if, I'm going to consider this a bye week, as you would, in a sense, for a regular season. Andy Reid in his career has only lost two games after the bye week. So I'm using that as a, that's a regular season stat, not a playoff stat. However, I do believe it kind of works here just as well, where he will have had time to game plan, will have had time to let his players get healthy, which will be a huge factor. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Don't listen to Greg. He's the new guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Me and Morgan have been doing this all year. I've been steady, right at, hovering around 50% for NFL, which is Almost impressive for somebody who doesn't do this for a living. You know, most people when they do NFL, they handicap NFL. They're like forty. They're they're lucky to make it to, to the playoffs with their with their bankroll still. But here, me and Morgan are still here, chucking along. I've had and the it, same it, amount of money. I know. I have not. Yeah. In my online book, I should say, because I I had a bookie, had to fire him, didn't trust him. <laughs> everything everything went south when I started using him. Got rid of them. Now look at me. I'm baking bread, but that is still the same, same uh, account. I haven't had to re up it. Nothing since week one of NFL. I'm still here. I got down, down to just like the nitty gritty. Like, hey, I gotta play just enough. But I refuse. I'm trying to go a whole year, calendar year without it. Starting. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Don't listen yeah. to Greg. Right, I mean, you don't have to listen to me, but I did go four and two last week in wild card round. Sure. Fair. So here's what it really comes down to. There's all of you guys who almost are three and three. getting a diagonal. Almost. Almost. I mean, as, like I said, as, what it comes down to, everyone who's following at betting diagonal on Twitter, yes, I might be a little bit colder right now in football, but be, be, for the most good part of the year, I was putting up solid numbers. I was hitting on a good bit. I'm a little struggling right now. Are you going to listen to Billy and I, who have been doing this for a while? Are you going to listen to the guy who finally put up an avatar on his Twitter page today? Egghead. After the artist this formerly known as Egghead. We were getting chirped by eggs and go, coming back at them. When Call one of me our Humpty Dumpty, Dumpty baby. <laughs> you, know, you know what a vital ingredient 
and to make it a good, good <laughs> bread is. Not eggs. I'll tell you that. It's the yeast. The yeast is rising. We've been doing this all year. It has nothing to do with your eggs, Mr. Humpty Dumpty. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't believe in you. How do you feel about the over-under? <laughs> uh, what's the number on it? You 57. Would say 57? That's high. Which way do uh, you lean? I lean under, but I'm not personally playing it myself. Uh, yeah, I lean, I lean under. I'm seeing something like a 27-21 game. Wow, I lean under as well, but I have the score quite different. 31-24. That's 35-10. 35-10. All right, well. That's just, just my opinion on how the game is going to go. Yeah, we'll you talk uh, next Tuesday. I we'll, think. Uh, yeah, I'll see you next Tuesday. Here's yeah, how I'll I think this here. game is going to play out. This is how I think this game is going to play out, because it's just poetic justice. It's going to be a close game in the first half, probably going into the second quarter. And I'm thinking it's going to be like a 13-10 game and the Browns come down the field a little bit. And Mr. Cody Parkey is going to doink one off the, off the fucking side again. And the Browns are just going to completely unravel. Baker is going to go back into being old Baker where he throws it out of the end zone. He fucking throws it right to the defense every single time. And just like that, I think it'll end up being a 28-10 final. 28-10. That covers right. the spread and the under. I like it. I mean, when this game is either tied or the Browns are winning at halftime, and you guys text me on Sunday, just oh, we I'll, won't text you. We'll wait for you to text us. Yeah. Oh, because you know I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's what happened last night. And look at the result. Bad juju. You know what happened in the Super Bowl last year? Who was down? Chiefs, right? They were losing. What happened? Came back and won. And what else did they do? Oh, they covered the spread too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Because you know what Patrick, da- Patrick Mahomes does? He wins. He wins? Just win, baby. And he covers. I love it. <clears throat> well, we got to move on. Last game. Oh, I do want to double back to something, actually, real fast, that I did write down that I meant to talk about. This has to do with the Bills-Ravens game. Jeez. Josh Allen. Sorry. Josh Allen is the most profitable quarterback in the NFL against the spread. Not surprised. He is 26 and 5 against the spread in the past three seasons. So I can save that? I need that. Yeah. I I, I had it written down. I forgot about it. 26 and 5 in his last three three seasons against the spread. He's the most profitable quarterback. He's what I like to call a fellow loaf legend. Fellow loaf legend. (laughs) That that's you know some got holy that bread. That's like some oh! commun- That's like some communion bread that you have to go up and pray for beforehand. <laughs> this is Morgan. If you don't know how I how I came up with this, I'm gonna go real quick. When I the first first time I brought the bread reference onto Twitter, a uh, a bread account retweeted my pics. <laughs> oh my god! And in their <laughs> bio, it said "Loaf Legends," and I love it. I'm sticking with it. I'm riding with it. Morgan's <laughs> yelling at me all week. It's making me hot. I love it. Last game of the weekend is going to be Bucks versus Saints. Saints are three-point favorites. Over-under is 52. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. Round three. Battle of the Grandfathers. Uh, let's, let's go back right back to Morgan since we, we, I don't want him to miss another stat. So let him get them all out before we move on. 
I do have an awesome stat about this one. I told Billy this stat the other day. Mm-hmm. So it's not gonna really going to play into what my pick happens to be, but it's just a fun stat. So in their head-to-head matchups in their career, Breeze versus Brady, who do we think has more touchdown passes head-to-head in those matchups? Okay. I, I know the answer. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, go ahead. I, I would think. Oh, man. I mean, how many times have they played? I don't have the exact game number. But well, I have, the I, I mean, I would think it would be relatively close, and I'd probably lean more towards Breeze. So, fun fact, in their head-to-head matchups, Drew Breeze, 18 touchdowns to one interception. Okay? Tom okay. Brady, eight touchdowns to nine interceptions. Wow. Mm. Who's the Who GOAT? Crazy stat right there. Absolutely crazy. Now, that being said, I am taking the Bucks plus three. Um, so, my big thinking behind the Bucks pool. The Bucks are getting hot at the right time. We see it every single year. There's that team at the end who gets hot at the right time. Things are starting to click. Tom Brady at age 43 threw 43 touchdown passes this year. That is absurd. That's it's not a coincidence. Absurd. It's crazy. Hottest team right now, and the Saints are not the hottest team by far. They struggled a little bit with the Bears this past week. They didn't dominate them. They didn't really do much. We didn't get to see enough of this slime shooting off in that Saints game. Unreal. Third way, I love this game for the Buccaneers. This is the third time this year they're playing each other. The Saints put up 35-34 and 34 against the Bucs in the first two games. I believe that's the right. It's in the 30s. It might be off yeah. a little bit on that number. Um Against a defense that's very good. The Buccaneers' D is a very good defense. Well, what is happening to happen this week? That Buccaneer defense is getting Devin White most likely back as well to play in the middle. They're most likely he's probable at this moment. That's going to be huge for that defense right there because we all know that Alvin Kamara is kind of a game changer. I'm not saying Devin White is going to be able to shut down Alvin Kamara, but that gives you someone who can shadow him, who can spy on him, and just run with him a little bit, who's a fast linebacker and stays with him. And big thing that I really go on it, because I learned a long, long time now, you don't ever really bet against Tom Brady. Brady's got something to prove right now. He led the Buccaneers team to the playoffs without Bill Belichick. Out of the Bill Belichick shadow, kind of in a sense proving right now, it was, it was Brady who was doing all the work, and Belichick couldn't get that team into the playoffs. He also got embarrassed last year in the first round of the playoffs. So this is a comeback revenge tour for him right now. So I love the Buccaneers in this game getting three points. Beautiful. Devin White is back, and just because like I scrolled down the bottom to try to get my result, there's a quote that I would like to read. If it's Drew Brees' last game, I need to get a pick and a sack off of him. That's something that's going to happen. I have to make a big play against Drew Brees. I I feel pretty good about my chances about it. I love Devin White. He him and to? Roquan Smith. Are the two linebackers who are going to take this middle linebackers are going to take this league by storm? Rokon had 139 tackles this year. Devin White had battled some injuries, but he might be the fastest linebacker in the league. Yeah, I like that. Um, just I just want to say, I think it can go either way, and I'll be taking money line Saints, but I'm not thrilled with it. I'm not thrilled with it because I have a funny feeling that we're going to see the headline, 
Tampa Bay, headed to Tampa Bay, thanks to Tom Brady. TB to TB and TB. I don't, I don't need that. I don't like that. I don't like Tom Brady. I know you don't bet against Tom Brady, but I feel like Drew Brees knows this is probably his last, last playoff run. And he's going to do everything he can, even after... How many times did you see in that, that, that Bears game the refs just giving, giving them the ball? Yeah. It can go either way because the two narratives. The Saints got robbed, and Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback who... He's the first person to bring his team to a home playoff, a uh, home Super Bowl. I don't know. There's a lot of headlines, a lot of this. I My guaranteed pick I will be playing is the over. Two good defenses usually result in an over. Uh, 52, I think it's too small. I like it. I'm taking it. Greg, what do you got? Uh, I am on the Tampa Bay money line. Okay. I'm going to be playing the money line. Um, you guys have three. I have two and a half. Oh, you stink. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I but, do have three. Uh, since I have the two and a half, it doesn't do anything for me. I'm just going to take the money line. Um, I'm along the lines of you don't bet against Brady in the playoffs. You know, I, I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. Uh, he's going to have what looks like not a hundred percent healthy Mike Evans and Godwin, but even at you know, 75, 80%. You know, I, I take that offense and, uh, you know, I, I run with the punches. You know, Brady in his last five games has 14 touchdowns to one interception. Uh, the Buccaneers have averaged 36 points over their last five. So they are clicking on all cylinders, honestly. You know, clearly those stats they bring to light the offensive power that they do have. But, I mean, they haven't been letting up many points either. I'm looking at They let up seven to the Lions on Thanksgiving. They let up 27 points to the Falcons. But that's kind of, some of it was in garbage time. Uh, Washington, you know, they scored a late touchdown. So, ultimately, that defense is putting in the work as well as the offense. And I think they put together a, a full performance. And, you know, Drew Brees hangs the cleats up. With a uh, with his head held high, and uh, he takes a fresh walk into Canton in a few years. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think I'm changing my pick. I was about to ask you, are because, you going to change? Be only because I have the three. So I have the three available to me, so mm -hmm. I will be taking Tampa plus three. I don't know. I, I, I still lean Saints going to win this game. Yeah, maybe by Sunday, it's a couple days away, maybe you guys can talk me into it, but the idea that both of you both like Tampa Bay to win this game makes me like the Saints. <laughs> I'm very confused by you right now. What do you mean? <laughs> Listen, if you both like, if we all, this happened today, we all took Bryant, and guess what happened? Bryant was a stinker. Right, Mainly because you... Morgan played it, because he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> But you started off saying, I'm going to be taking Saints money line. And then after I was done talking, you said, yeah, I think I'm going to take the Bucks plus three. And then, yeah, yeah three, I see the Saints winning the game. I still think the Saints can win the game. It could be a one-point game. It could be a two-point game. It could be a three-point game. I don't know. 
I'll take a push. Okay. All right. But I, my, my play who I, that I did just decide on is I've been trying to figure out who I want to tease the Ravens with. If I want to get it through the seven, I'm going to be teasing Ravens plus eight and the Bucks plus nine. Like the nine obviously doesn't go through the ten like you want, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a close game anyway. So I'll take that nine just because I need it. I need something to, to tease this, this Ravens game with. Yeah, I mean, if it does by some stretch get to bucks plus three and a half and you're able to tease it up to nine and a half and buy the half point to I'll, make it ten, that's extremely valuable. I know you don't like buying, but in that case, that's a very yeah. valuable buy. Yeah, like if it got to that point, like it wouldn't be posted on Twitter because I, I don't post picks that I have to buy points for. Right. I would, ju- I would post the nine and a half just and then have like the other gambling accounts to follow us Mm-hmm. Like in the community, just shit on me because it's a shit number. But hey, mm-hmm. I'll take like I'll take the I'll take the slack for for the winner because I I think it's gonna be a one touchdown game. Um, you guys you guys don't like the over either one of you. I love the over. I'm not gonna touch it. Mm, I love it. I'm indifferent on it. I probably lean the over. Um, I'm taking the under just because for, for the set. Oh, you're such a shit. Um, I. <laughs> fucking rattled me there um <laughs> i i probably lean the over because kind of how you said you know two a, a really good defenses ends up being points usually uh fuck me i'm i'm flustered now that's what i got all right so i was gonna kick it back to you for nfl but should i uh, not for not nfl for nba should i should i go to greg first yeah, so you I'm, can get your... I'm, uh, I'm good for some nba <laughs> are you sure <laughs> i'm good i'm good yeah I can. All I right, can Morgan, it. give us an under like five minutes. We're running. We're running a little long. Can you can you give it yeah, to us in under not, five minutes? There's not a lot on the NBA card really at the moment. Um, for those who have been tailing me in NBA, I am currently sixty be. and thirty-five. I am. If you if you I am I'm hot in NBA. Like I'm on a roll. I'm over seventy percent now in winners at, after the last two games that hit tonight. Uh, I'm just killing it in the NBA. It's I said from the day one, this is this is my sport to bet. Um, early lines that I had that I liked, I like the Clippers minus six tomorrow. Um, they are against Sacramento. Sacramento stinks. They just keep getting crushed left and right. Um, so I love the Clippers. Um, they're kind of really jockeying for position there out west. Uh, Mavericks are getting plus six against the Buck, uh, Bucks. The yeah, Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, so I like the Mavericks getting the points. Porzingis is coming back, so that gives a body down there and someone else with Don shits to work with. I said this earlier with the guys off off air. Uh, prop bet that I very much love that is eleven and zero this season. I know Billy's going to fade me on this because it has to fit eventually. Uh, but Giannis under rebounds is eleven and zero this season so far. Uh, so I am all over that. A uh, couple other games I don't have lines on them just yet where I'm going to go with them, but. Lakers, got to go with the Lakers over the Pelicans. Pelicans have a lot of injuries right now. Zion was ruled out the other day. I believe Ingram and Bledsoe are both out. Don't know who's going to play. The lowest you can get that line, grab it as quick as you possibly can because that's what's intri- definitely intriguing. Um, I probably would lean Nick's money line against Cleveland as well. Um, I'm sure there will be much more NBA to come. I haven't had a good enough chance to really review the card and everything right now. But 
if you don't play my NBA picks tomorrow, you're pretty much guaranteed to at least go three and one in those plays, just with how hot I am in NBA this so far this season. Yeah. Shout out to you, Morgan. I don't see anybody on the internet hotter than you in NBA. And the world needs to take notice. I will say that. The world needs to take notice. You may mm-hmm. possibly, in all honesty, may be the number <laughs> one uh, NBA handicapper with volume in the world. I'm playing yeah. a lot of games. <laughs> like, there's people out there that, that don't miss, but they're playing one game a day, three games a week. This kid's betting on six, seven games a day. Yeah, right. You've made, uh, you've made 95 picks through the first three weeks of the season. Pretty damn impressive. And that's to be just a, the beginning. That yeah. is going to be up in the 500 range before we know it. Oh, I'm sure it will be. I'm yeah, sure because be. I mean, we're already. I'm already over three three hundred in uh, college basketball. You're closing in on three hundred too, Morgan. Yeah, and it's I I've, I've said from day one, NBA is what I know. I started very cold, zero and nine. You take out that zero and nine start, I'm sixty and twenty six in the NBA. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> I am unbelievable betting the NBA. I might be cold in college right now. I'm still doing somewhat decent. NFL, I have fallen off a cliff. Um, hockey, I'm doing pretty good at so far, but NBA is where I make I, This is where I'm the bread maker when it comes to the NBA. Listen, <laughs> you could be part of the Loaf Legends. <laughs> Mate, you, you disown us. You don't want any part of making the bread. You don't want the yeast to rise. You know... <laughs> I'm More just, just remember where you came from. Remember where you came. I from. will. I will. I'm gonna have my own. I'm gonna have my own little squad here next to me. We're not gonna be loaf legends. We're gonna find something else. You know what? He, you know where he came from? He came from zero and nine. That's where he came from. Similar, like what his record is today. Started. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. You take out yeah, the NBA okay, today. Drake. I'm actually. Uh, I went four and zero in hockey today. Also. Yeah. I mean, so straight money I'm, lines. I'm, and I'm, what are you supposed to bet right now? You don't know what's happening yet. I'm 9-2 and two so far on the season in the NHL. Like, come on. Come at me. Like it. No, nice. no, listen, man. We're, we're a team here. At the end of the day, I'm going to make fun of you for having a shit, shit gambling day. And I wouldn't do it if you didn't give me shit for going 3-9 and nine one day. In a, in probably the biggest card we've had on, on Twitter. Because I was so confident. You know, I, I got I to gotta give it back a little bit. Um... Greg has a little surprise for us. He's uh he's known to be a a little MMA guy. It is my little. favorite. It is my favorite. So uh, Greg, why don't you break down tomorrow's uh, Saturday's card? Tell us uh, what you got for us. All right, awesome. So uh, UFC has taken a little break for the past three weeks. I have missed it very much. Uh, from being on every weekend. You know, having me have something to watch every Saturday night during the pandemic, you know, it was near and dear to my heart, and I have found my new love, and also have been quite profitable. So, with this UFC card on Saturday, which is starting at noon on ABC, this is not a promotion. Not a sponsor. Uh, Hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah, hashtag not a sponsor. But I just need to clarify that for those that are listening because it usually starts in between like five and seven on ESPN Plus, you know. But uh, also not a sponsor. Also not a sponsor. <laughs> hashtag not a sponsor. But there are some fights no on this cards that I, you know, that I do like. 
One of those being Spencer Hawes, minus 135. Uh, the man is a beast. He has one fight in the UFC so far. And uh, his first fight, he knocked him out in 18 seconds. He's just a pure fighter. I think this uh, is an easy bet at a minus 135. It's a very generous line. Not giving him enough respect yet. Is that a pause, I got a, question. I got a question. Just because I know nothing about MMA. Okay. Is this the same Spencer Hawes that used to be the center for the Sixers? Phil or is this Hawes. a different guy? Incorrect. Uh, what? Um, now I'm really confused. You His said, name you is said Phil Spencer Hawes. Hawes, right? All right. So I'm not crazy. You did say Spencer Maybe Hawes. Maybe he's not right? that. He, he's completely <laughs> botching his chance. No, I said <laughs> Philip Hawes. It's Philip oh, Hawes. I said Philip Hawes. I heard Spencer Hawes. And did I, Spencer Hawes? My eye, like, I was like, what? Like, when did this seven foot white guy be, who used to be a center in the NBA become a fighter? Yeah, I don't know. But it's Philip Hawes, and he's getting a minus 135. Extremely generous line. Um, Listen, right. it don't matter what his name is, as long as he wins. As long as he wins. Exactly right. Uh, next fight I have here is Max Holloway. Defeating Calvin Cater. Uh, Calvin Cater, you know, great fighter, up and coming. He's going up against the number one contender for the title. Um, I think you know he he gets he gets knocked down a little bit in this fight. Max Holloway should hold the championship right now. In my opinion, he beat Volkanovski four rounds out of five in that championship fight, and. Somehow he got robbed in a unanimous decision. Um, I had Volkanovski in that fight, so I can't be upset about it. But uh, Holloway is going to take that fight and have a rematch. I also have a little prop on uh, Joaquin Buckley. He's a minus 240 favorite, which is... You know, a little too high for what I would want to play him at. So I'm going to take the KO King at plus 100 to knock him out or, you know, uh, TKO. Uh, DiCirico, who he's fighting, hasn't fought in two years, and he lost his three fights previously. Uh, Joaquin Buckley, he is on a tear, and I think he takes this fight by knockout. Beautiful. Uh, I also have one underdog play that I want to talk about real quick. Li Jing Liang. Uh, he's going up against Ponzibio, who also hasn't fought in two years. Uh, I expect Ponzibio to be aggressive coming out. You know, he thinks he's going through a great training camp. He's been off for a while. He's going to come out aggressive, and he's going to walk right into a knockout. Uh, Li Jing Liang, plus 240 underdog. That's my out. I was just going to ask you before you brought up the uh, win by knockout is it, do you, how often you bet like that? Because that's the way I like to bet. It's like, cause I'll throw yeah. money at boxing every now and then just because if it's, a big, if it's a big fight, I'll watch it. Like MMA, I have to be with my boys. Otherwise, like, I'm not going to go out and buy the card, mm -hmm. sit in my room, and watch it by myself. It's, yeah, it's fun. I, I, I love MMA, but I'm not going to go out and spend the money to do so. Where, like, because I find it hard to find the stream a lot of times. Sure. You know, yes, I don't want to. I don't. I do have some. Fan. 
non-MMA kind of sort of breaking news. I don't know if you guys have seen. Uh, Yosef Nurkic, Blazer Center, broke his wrist. Mm. Rest in peace. So you will, that will affect, I don't know if you guys have plays coming out. I know, obviously, Greg, I know you were playing some pay, uh, Blazers earlier this evening, but just so you guys yeah. are aware. Kind of a big thing to those who are listening also. Yeah, that guy can't stay healthy. Shame. Um, but to answer your question, Bill, I do play props like that relatively often for the fact that uh, Buckley, who I'm taking uh, by KO or TKO, that line is a plus 100, where his money line is minus 240. Uh-huh. Sure, I can play that, but if I can get him at uh, a plus 100, you know, to knock him out when I know he's, you know, he knocks people out left and right. Yeah. Four out of his last five, four out of his five fights have ended in KO or TKO. So, you know, I can feel very comfortable in taking that line and not having it go to a decision. Beautiful. Yeah, I guess that, that I, I always enjoyed rooting for the knockout, rooting for the submission over, like, waiting for a decision. When it comes to the decisions, mm-hmm. like, there's always sus calls every now and then. Exactly. You never want it to go to the judges. Never. No, no like, and that's not why I'm watching. Like, exactly. I, lo- I love the craft. I love it's an art form. I love it, but I'm looking to watch him. I get knocked the fuck out. Exactly. Same yeah. here. And all these guys are trying to do that because uh, you guys might not know this, but there is um, a fifty thousand dollar bonus given out every night for uh, you know, there's knockout. fight of the, there's fight of the night. Yeah, you get a bonus for knocking them out or subbing them. So these guys are looking for the finish. They're not looking to get to the judges' scorecard. Yeah. Yes. I, you know, I learned that from playing uh, UFC on PlayStation, actually. Oh, yeah? yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I did. I did from, from, from way back. And I was like, oh, dude, that's fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I love it. Greg, hopefully those win. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to see those up on Twitter, right? Absolutely. This way we can... Uh, we can hold I will have cannab- those up. Yeah. yeah good job, Greggy, making posts today. Thank you, thank you. I'll actually have those picks up on Friday night because, like I said, this card starts at 12 very early for a UFC card, so I want to make sure I get those in so that people can see them. Yeah, because Greg's, Greg has a tendency to post post his <laughs> card after the game starts and, you know. <laughs> or just not post his card at all. Yeah, and then yeah. say he went 5-1 and one with no real proof. <laughs> Oh, geez. I had proof, and I showed you guys proof. Yep. It was like my that one day I took off college basketball. Like, I wanted to post that card, like, just post my screenshot. Because I was talking with Morgan literally all day. I was off, and I was, I was, I sent, I sent him, like, the actual bet slips so almost every game I played. And he was like, oh, look, you finally winning. And I was like, ah, oh, dude, I want to post this so bad. I'm going to be called a fraud. I don't want to be called a fraud. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be called a fraud. No. Um, let's close it out. Um, Greg, you can leave your UFC. Unless you want to run through them again, like when you talk about your card. I was going to say you can just save them for Twitter, just because it was kind of long. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. My my quick card. I don't have any college basketball plays yet. I was leaning one way. I kind of like Marshall West Kentucky under one fifty, but I haven't I haven't played it yet. 
I gotta do more research after this after this is all done. My card for this weekend is going to be Rams plus seven. You guys are both wrong. Seven's a touchdown number. I love it. That's begging you to take it. And you guys are falling for the trap. Uh, Devontae Adams over six and a half receptions at minus 140. I think that's free money. I will take that as well. Buffalo over 49 and a half. Saints Bucks over. Uh, Chiefs minus 10. Greg, you're wrong once again. You're going to ride <laughs> the worst, worst run football organization in NFL history right into the ground. And I don't, I don't understand. You know, it's fine. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. talk. We'll talk. Ravens plus eight and Bucks plus nine teaser. And the I just want to go back to the NHL. Uh, Caps money line T uh, parlayed with Lightning plus one and a half uh, minus one and a half. Excuse me, uh, Lightning mo- minus one and a half by itself, and uh, the Leafs minus one and a half by itself as well. Those might be parlayed. Haven't made. I've I've bet it, but I haven't made it made it official on Twitter. So those, that's my card, Greggy. Hit us with your card because I really don't want to hear from Morgan what he has to say. All right, fair enough. Uh, this weekend's NFL card, I am going to go with Packers minus six and a half, Bills minus two and a half, Cleveland plus ten, and the Bucks money line. Uh, hockey tomorrow. I am going with Caps money line, Lightning minus one and a half, and the Blues Avalanche over six redemption game for me. Uh, makes me want to throw up. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't get to say this earlier, but uh, my my lone NBA play tomorrow will be uh, Chicago Bulls minus one against the Thunder. Any reason and, why you want to break it down real quick? Uh, I just think they have way too many scoring options to uh, with for the Thunder to keep up with. I don't know if Basley's going to play tomorrow, but that's an interior presence that they may not have. So I think Zach Levine cooks. You know, Kobe White's going to do his thing, hopefully. And uh, I just think the Bulls pull this one out. Uh, I do have you know three college plays that I will be putting on the card. I've already taken them. I have Hofstra minus three and a half against Delaware tomorrow. Oral Roberts minus ten over Denver, and Liberty minus eight over Stetson. I like that Liberty play. Um, I, I still don't. It says Hofstra's playing. I don't have a line for Hofstra on my book. I'm trying to figure out why Hofstra's done me dirty a few times. So, <laughs> yeah, I uh, luckily had it. But uh, yeah, I'm. I'll I'll save the time. I'm not gonna repeat the MMA, but it'll be up tomorrow night. Got it. Uh, Morgan, go right ahead. All right. So now you got to listen to me talk. We're going to take Packers minus six and a half. We're going to go That's Bills minus enough. two and a half. And so Bills minus two and a half and the over 50 in that Bills-Ravens game. Chiefs minus 10. And then Bucks plus three with the over 52 as well. Uh, heading to the hardwood right now. This, Like I said, this, I said earlier, this... Uh, this will change a little bit, and we'll, it, there will be additions to this on the Twitter page. Uh, but right now, I'm looking at the Clippers minus six versus the Kings, and the Mavericks plus six versus the Bucks. I'm absolutely going to put something on the Giannis under rebounds. Again, 11-0 and so far this season. 
I love that. Um, after hearing Greg's Bulls pick, I just looked at that for a brief second. I think I'm actually going to be in the opposite end of that if I play that game. Timber, uh, not Timberwolves, uh, Thunder plus one and a half. Uh, Bulls can score. However, they have the 28th ranked defense in the league, giving up 121 points per game. Uh, and the uh, Thunder like to slow it down a little bit. They're one of the slower paced teams. So this is going to be a lower scoring game. I might look at the under in that game actually as well. Um, going to the ice, I'm going to go Flyers money line. Um, and I'm leaning the over six goals again. I know I took the under the other night. However, the Flyers offense was much more explosive than I thought they would be, which made me very excited as a Flyers fan. Uh, I'm definitely going to be on the Lightning minus one and a half. Um, the Lightning are head and shoulders better than the Blackhawks are. Blackhawks might lose every game this entire season. It's a, just they're that bad. I'm going to be on the Avalanche money line as well. Uh, and I do like that Blues uh, Blues game as well. That's something that we'll see what happens on the Twitter page. I don't have a pick yet on that, but I did like I do like the over in that. I don't have a take. I don't have a pick, but I don't I don't hate that. So that's what I got right now. Beautiful. What was the uh, NBA pick opposite Greg? Was that was that the uh, plus uh, one? Or thunder the Thunder Thunder plus one and a half. I'll take that as well. You could add that to my card. <laughs> um, I do. That's, I don't. I, I, I do like that. I'd right like now. to clarify. <laughs> This isn't me tailing Morgan. This is me fading Greg. Because as good as Morgan's been, Greg has been worse. The opposite, complete true. opposite. That is true. <laughs> I, I, I started one and nine. If you do the math on the percentages, Morgan is hitting at 70%. Greg is hitting at 30 If you get in that Greg's in between, defense, In Greg's defense, he, started, he was one and nine, and he was at 10%. So he's climbing a little bit. I am. So we'll give him, I'll give him the credit where he credits due. He's starting to get a little bit better. The player props are killing him. And beat yeah. under over 26 and a half was a terrible bet. Um, when you got questions about the NBA, come to the guy. Come to yeah. the come to the wizard. Right? I know I know the NBA. I know what's gonna happen. Um, that's why I'm very confident Giannis under rebound tomorrow, Mark, for sure. Listen. So everything has to go back to the mean eventually. That's what I was that's what I learned. Um, but yes. Anyway, to get our exact picks on what exactly we're gambling on, what we're confident in, follow us at Betting Diagonal on Twitter. Like, follow, subscribe, interact with us. We got a couple interactions today. You know, people talking smack, we're talking smack back. At the end of the day, we're sports guys. We're not like this major corporation. We're here to have fun. We're here to win money. We're here to make this bread Get this bakery going. Um, follow follow Greg at Gersh Greg. Get him some follows. He finally has a picture up. Maybe he'll finally get some follows. Follow <laughs> was it Mo Watts twenty six? Mo Watts twenty six. Mo Watts twenty six. Billy FFD soon to be the bakery. Um, <laughs> Keep throwing uh, likes on the posts. Also, I'm betting a diagonal. Your boy here getting the most likes on most of his picks. I know you guys are loving what I'm throwing out there. Billy is extremely salty about that. I'm a little so keep salty. him coming my way. Um, you guys voted for me a week or two weeks ago now as the king of gambling college basketball. I'm a little cold right now. Your king's cold, but he will heat back up. And once he does, I'll have a nice crown for you guys. And Billy will be my little jester off to the side. After your last win, my last loss, I would have been. I would have had more game, more wins than you, but I lost one during the show. So you were still one ahead, 
Boom on top, I, baby. Because I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a fraud like Greg pulling out a trophy when he's thirty percent. I will not pull my trophies out. I have all of them sitting right here, ready to go. <laughs> there he is again. I'm not doing it. I will it. bring out. I will bring out my NBA trophy. That's fine. Uh, You're more than welcome to. I, I, I have. I think I've. No, I have run away, and I will just hide with this title. That's fine. This, this is my NHL trophy, by the way. I think I have a better NHL record than you currently. You've played more games. <laughs> we told you the record. Um. Anyway, Morgan, close this out real quick. Let's get, let's, yeah, let's so go home. As, let's go to bed. As Billy just said, take a look at our our pages on there. Send us some messages. You know, chirp back and forth with us. I love chirping back and forth. I got two people to block me this past week. I'd love to have more people blocking me. It's fun. It's enjoyable. <laughs> Especially if you're a fraud Ravens fan, come at me. I'm ready to just tear you down. But take a look at us on all the pages, like Billy said. We're here to have fun with you guys. We love to interact. Give us some recommendations. I know Billy and I were talking earlier about maybe getting some more polls and stuff up there. We want to do some more interactive things. We'll get Greg's name in the poll, so if you guys want to give him some pity votes, by all means, throw Greg some followers out there. He wants you to tail his picks. He's doing a good job in... Uh, NHL right now. I'm very excited for his MMA picks. I don't know anything about MMA, but I will be watching the fights as well. So I'm very intrigued to see how he does. We're all pulling for him. We're pulling for each other. As much as we rag on one another constantly, we love all of us to have perfect days. There's nothing better than all of us making, as Billy likes to say, making the bread. We all want to make the bread. We all want to be bakers at the end of the day. So we're all. it's all in good fun, all the jesting that we do back and forth. Um, Unless someone goes super cold for a few days and gets a little, maybe a little sensitive, like I, I was a little butthurt earlier today, um, you know it happens. So then I just stop. I start ignoring Billy all day. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> go with that and everything. But everybody, thank you very much again for tuning in, coming to watch us, and we will see you guys next week, you degenerates. <laughs>